Hollywood director and club promoter David Pierce has been charged with murder in the deaths of model Christy Giles and her friend architect Hilda Marcella Cabrera Sarazola in 2021. Actor Brant Osborne has also been charged. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody and welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello, hello, hey everybody, hey squad, how we doing? Oh, welcome like to that the word Monday Squad meeting. Yes, very important. Don't we brought Monday donuts? Meetings. No, we didn't. No. <laughs> did you guys? Did, no. Probably. I went up to the squad meetings empty hand. I did bring coffee. I did bring. My giant vat of coffee. So there's there is that. <laughs> well, good. I mean, where would we be without that? I don't know where I'd be. I somebody in one of our uh, shows last week was laughing about your cup and said it's so big that your face disappears when you take a drink. And <laughs> I just watched it happen. It is true. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's pretty great. <laughs> I. The great thing is I've been drinking coffee out of it, but when I don't have coffee in it, I've been filling it up with water, but I actually feel like it has upped my water consumption by quite a bit. So nice. Yeah. Well, all right. Really my bladder, but Hey, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably fine. Well, it's Monday and we have all kinds of stuff going on per normal. Mm-hmm. You guys are do. aware that the true crime world is maybe more unhinged than usual or. No, yes, it is. I think it is. I'm, I'm saying yes. I don't know. But... I think you're just bringing in uh, more problems with that, but okay, whatever. <laughs> Maybe so. Well, I'm going to kick the mic over to you for our first very unhinged situation going on in Idaho with Boy. an O Idaho segment. Oh, Idaho, and oh, Bonneville County, Idaho, which happens to be where I live. Mm -hmm. So there was a primary election in May, and our current prosecutor lost the election. And so there is a new prosecutor coming in, supposedly in January, although I think it's going to be sooner rather than later at this point, because... Mm -hmm. Since the uh, election, 
nine out of the 10 criminal prosecuting attorneys have left their position or will have left it by the end of the summer. Yep. Um, Also, the current prosecutor who lost the election would like to be leaving as well because she has a new job offer considering that she is losing her job as the prosecutor, which could potentially leave Bonneville County with zero prosecutors. Seems like a really bad idea, doesn't it? Well, (laughs) here's the even worse thing that happened. The current prosecutor sent a letter to law enforcement, uh, the leadership in law enforcement, and they were, she was proposing that the police revert back to how arrests were being done during COVID, which basically meant that small infractions were not getting, people committing small misdemeanors were not getting arrested because they were trying to keep you know, the system, the the jail's not too full, the system not too busy because of COVID, right? So she writes in this letter and she's like, look, we don't have any prosecutors. Uh, We need to go back to this for a while until we can get, you know, some more attorneys hired. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So she wrote, because of the loss of people, we will be forced to operate on a skeleton crew. We are asking our law enforcement partners to help us by reducing the number of new probable cause arrests this should only be done when there is not a case when there is not a case of violence or an imminent community safety need so if nobody's at risk of being hurt then hey let's not arrest that person you know (laughs) well the chief of police was not a fan of this he said last time we did something like this it had serious consequences with increases in crime that we are still dealing with What if we went ahead and made an arrest so there is some accountability and then if you needed to refile the case at a later time due to staffing and timing issues, that would be understandable. Um, Here's the deal. Why do we know this? Why are we able to read the emails that went back and forth between the lead prosecutor and the uh, chief of police? That's because someone leaked this email thread to the press. And this is scary because now everybody who lives here knows it's probably a good time to commit some crime because they can't, the prosecutor's office cannot handle all their cases. They're going to have to drop a bunch of them. So, oh, Idaho, first of all, for many reasons, but who leaked this email? Why is yeah. this out in our community now? And it's everywhere. It's all over local media. It's not like people don't know. Well, they do. To make the prosecutor look bad, too late. She already lost. She already She's lost done. her election. And all this does is just put people at risk. So yeah. um, not a great look, Bonneville County. Mm-mm. Not a great look. Not at all. All right. Well, Katie, I am going to kick the mic back to you for our main case. Okay. You may have remembered when this case first started. Back in November of 2021, two women were dropped off by masked men at separate hospitals within a few hours of each other. Uh, in Los Angeles. 
They were literally just dropped at the curb by masked men who refused to share their identities and said they were just good Samaritans dropping this poor woman off that they found on the curb somewhere. Unconscious women. Women who died. They both died. And they were both found to have date rape drugs in their system. They were both found to have been sexually assaulted. They were both found to uh, have had a copious amount of drugs in their system. And, of course, they both died. Mm. Well, when that happened, there was a lot of talk about who the hell would do something like this. Well, pretty soon a bunch of pictures started emerging from a party. So let's back up there. So we're talking about a model. And her name was Christy Giles. And her friend, who she was with that night, her name is Hilda uh, Cabrera Arizola. And they, let's see, she actually has four names. That's not the one mm-hmm. she goes by. Sorry, I have to look at a different article. Uh, but <laughs> at any rate, uh, they had gone to a party, some kind of a warehouse party. And while they were at this party, they started hanging out with, you know, various other people that were there that are, you know, the rich and famous, I guess, whatever. And one of them, of course, was David Pierce. So David Pierce is a Hollywood uh, director as well as a club promoter and actor. And lots of pictures of them with him started emerging from this party after their murders were, uh, or their deaths at least, were released to the public. Mm-hmm. And they weren't just with David, they were with a, a few other people as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where the, the story starts with uh, the police kind of starting to put together. So, what is really going on here? Well, they arrested David, and they also arrested two of his friends that were with him. And then they released the other two because there really wasn't uh, enough evidence at the time. So they released them both to work a little bit more on their case. So that's how it started. Oh, Marcella. She went by Marcella. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. So what? Ha- so Pierce was held because he had other sexual assault charges against him. Yeah, Jesus. From 2010 to 2020. And now up to these, he now has seven sexual assaults. Seven. Jeez. And now he's been charged with murder. Two of the sexual assaults that are older uh, both involve drugs. They both involve drugging women. So one of them, a woman said that uh, she came over to his house to do some business with him. And he offered her a whiskey. So she sat on the couch and drank a whiskey to visit with him. And she passed out, started feeling very dizzy and fainted. Woke up while he was penetrating her with a wine bottle. God. So she was able to fight him off. But then he started sending her a bunch of texts threatening to hurt her family if she told. She did tell. Another woman says that he also drugged her 
and raped her. And when she woke up, he shared with her her family's home address and let her know that he knew where her family lived. And if she told anybody about this, he would make sure that harm came to them. Oh my God. So this is who we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. So trash. Wanna, That's who. Absolute trash. Absolute trash. So here's what the prosecutor is saying. This is what they know at this point. So we know that these women came to this party and that they partied all night. We know that a lot of drugs were involved. Voluntary drug use was involved in the beginning. And some of the men they were partying with, of course, were David Pierce, also actor Brant Osborne, and mm-hmm. a cinematographer named Michael Ansbach. Ansbach mm-hmm. and Osborne were held in the beginning, but then they were both released. Now Osborne has charges against him yet again in this case. Uh, it looks like Ansbach, though, is not being charged. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that he's cut a deal. and. Uh. Uh, is testifying against these other people. Mm-hmm. We don't know that yet, but that's my thought. Sure. So here's what we know. We know that they went to this party. We know that they partied with these guys most of the night and then ended up going back to a house with Pierce and these other men. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And then got uncomfortable. And there's some text messages that were shared between the two women saying, let's get out of here. And the other one saying, yes, I will call us an Uber. And CCTV does show an Uber show, uh, pulling up or a car pulling up uh, shortly mm-hmm. after that, sitting there waiting for several minutes and leaving. Mm-hmm. So Thanks. it does appear that they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Later that day, later, uh, almost 12 hours later, there is new CCTV footage showing these men in dark clothes with masks removing the license plate from their car, carrying one woman out of the house and putting her in the car. And then other footage showing them arriving at the hospital with her. Uh, The first hospital was Culver City. And literally dropping her at the curb. Again, claiming they're just good Samaritans that found this poor passed out junkie somewhere. Well, that was Christy Giles. Mm. And she died, as we know. Shortly thereafter, we know that there was ketamine, cocaine, marijuana, and GHB in her system. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to consume all of that voluntarily. No. 
No, certainly no. But, uh, you know, especially the date rape drug, because uh, women don't just consume that. That's not what happens. Then we know that they went back to the apartment, loaded another woman in the car, drove to Kaiser Permanente this time, and dropped her off at the curb. (sighs) And that was Marcella, who also died shortly thereafter. One of the men told the police that we couldn't really call the ambulance because we don't know these women. What? You can't call the ambulance unless you know someone? Bullshit. If you had legit two women who had maybe were suffering drug overdoses that weren't at your hand, but just were, you'd call the police. But they couldn't because they didn't know them. Which, yeah, you did. You did know them. Mm -hmm. But that didn't matter. They were trying to not get caught. So I want to show you pictures of them one more time. So this is Christy. And this is Marcella. So sad. And these are the places where they were just left to die. Without their families, Christy was married and her husband was uh, in, he I believe was in San Diego at the time and hadn't been able to get her to answer her phone all day, which was very weird. They were Mm -hmm. in constant contact when they weren't together. And so he had tracked her phone and it had been, it's an address he didn't recognize for hours and hours and hours and he was getting really worried and then suddenly her phone's address ended up at culver city hospital and Mm -hmm. so he called them and was racing to the airport he knew something was wrong and that he needed to get to la right away and before he could even get on the plane he learned that she was deceased oh that's so awful and so of course her family they're both families have been fighting for justice now for months you know, right. demanding something happen here because this is wrong. What we don't know yet, and hopefully more of this will be released. Uh, David has court. David Pierce has court on the 11th of July. Hopefully we'll learn then what the police have because initially they were looking at manslaughter charges. And now they're going for murder charges. Good. So... It'll be very interesting to see what evidence do they have against Pierce that leads them up from manslaughter clear to murder. Yeah. Uh, Again, I think that they have an eyewitness that they've cut a deal with. That's my belief Uh, Mm -hmm. as well as all of the other charges. Now, I mean, my God, seven women, seven Seven. women coming out of the woodwork and saying, hey, he raped me too. He did this. He drugged me too. He did these things to me. What an ignorant bastard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just unthinkable, you know, it's just unthinkable. And these cases are hard because I think a lot of people write them off when they go, oh, well, she was doing drugs anyway. Okay. She was doing drugs anyway. 
She put herself in a dangerous situation. Well, maybe she did. That does not give anyone the right to feed her full of date rape drugs and rape her for 12 hours and then drop her lifeless body off at the hospital and Mm -mm. wash her hands of it. I don't care what people are doing. I don't care if they're a prostitute. I don't care if they're doing drugs. I don't care if they're walking down the freeway naked. That doesn't give anybody permission to harm them. Right. Sure doesn't. And I feel like when we report on these cases that there's a lot of uh, dismissive behavior. Oh, well, if you're not living the way I believe you should live, then I don't really care what happens to you. Yeah. Uh, And I think we need to combat that, you know. We do. In true crime. Yeah. It, It almost leads me away from sharing the whole story because I don't want to skew the perception of these victims, but that's not right either. The whole story needs to be told, but we also need to really examine our biases and why we think the way we do. Honestly, if it was your daughter, you wouldn't give a damn if she was using cocaine and was murdered and thinking that was just her fault for putting herself in a bad situation. You wouldn't. But also, they knew these men, obviously, and that they thought they were safe with them. They did. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. And then to learn that David Pierce is a serial rapist uh, that has not been stopped over all these years. Should be behind bars. Until he's killed people. And then you have to wonder how many more victims are out there at the hands of David Pierce? Mm -hmm. A club promoter. Good God. Yeah. So, women who are trying to make it in a hard industry, women who are trying to be seen, to be known, these are the kind of men that have taken horrific advantage of them over the years, and the beat marches on. So, we'll keep an eye on this case. I wanted to open it up so that we can continue to watch it. I remember when this happened. Uh, I didn't know Mm -hmm. the whole rest of the story until I started researching it uh, later on after charges were filed but uh it's one we'll continue to track and see what goes on with court Mm -hmm, definitely yeah so with that christy i'm going to kick the mic back over to you for a true crime update so uh the man who murdered rapper nipsey hustle in 2019 has finally been convicted of first-degree murder. Yeah. Eric Holder uh, is the man who shot and killed rapper Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't take the jury very long to um, convict him. No. And... The thing is, there were bystanders. There were people who saw this who were actually hurt in the shooting as well. Yeah. And he was um, convicted of voluntary manslaughter, of attempted voluntary manslaughter in their shootings as well. So it's good news. I feel like Mm -hmm. hopefully people can begin to heal now after this experience because it's been a terrible one. Yeah. Um, and that it was, his motivation was jealousy, which I think is horrifying and scary to think that 
someone is achieving something that this person wanted to achieve themselves because he was an aspiring rapper mm-hmm. murdered this person it's very sad i think it's very yeah, it sad that you would take somebody's life because they're doing better than you it's just sick um eric holder is obviously a really messed up human and he needs to be behind bars to keep yeah. everybody else safe who else is he gonna get jealous of you know right this that is the is... way you deal with your emotions this is the way you deal with your jealousy yeah wow yeah well that's really sad because he was beloved he was yeah and he did all kinds of awesome work philanthropic work in his community yeah and it and the fact that he was beloved just, was the reason to take his life yeah wow. I, it's horrifying and that's really sad because yeah nipsey hustle was doing some great things with his life and he deserved to get to continue those things yeah so you know there's a lot of justification for holder i'm not going to tell you any of it because i don't think there is any justification for what he did but i am yeah. grateful at this point that um eric holder has been convicted definitely and for nipsey's family and for the other two shooting victims that they can you know at least feel like this person is behind bars and they can you know begin to heal from this yeah. experience yeah okay well there you have it that is our monday episode we're going to be back on Tuesday with a brand new episode. We'll be back Wednesday. We'll be back Wednesday night for case updates. We'll be back Thursday night for the psychic hour. So this just kicks off the week, but there is so much more to come. There sure is. Sit tight. Thanks so much for being here, you guys. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Take care and have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye.